Welcome back to another breaking episode of the About That Podcast. I'm your co-host, James Walsh. And I am Brett Knudsen. Now, we're very excited to have you today, and I wanted to start out today with a brand new segment that we've never done on the podcast before, and this is a live segment, and it's called About You. And how this works is a very special person from the audience, much like yourself, will call in, and you'll give us your social security number, and you could be entered to win a very special cash prize. Again, you just call in with your social security number, you, give it, you hand it to Brett, you give it to Brett, he'll have your social, and then Securely. you could win. So anyways, the number to call in is star six seven nine one one nine one one one. Thanks again. Now let's get into the show. <gasps> Hi, and welcome to the About That Podcast. Today, we got Brett and James. Here they are. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, oh, wow. I'm supposed to go on after that. I think that's just the show. <laughs> Can we hear that one more time? Can we go once more with that? Hi, and welcome to the About That Podcast. Today, we got Brent and James. Here they are. Mm. <laughs> the show would be lost without trouble. <laughs> Hi, hello. My name is Brett, and I have written a CD with some great songs on it that I want you to have or, or listen to. It has all of my greatest hits. It's called Brett's CD of Enjoyable Music. Some of the songs on it might make you be sad, such as in the song I'm Sad. I'm so sad. I'm the most sad. I can even feel it in my quad. Some might spark some of those romantic feelings that you get sometimes when you see a pretty person, like in the song My Heart's a Beaten. Oh, my heart's a-beatin', just like all the wheat in bread. Or maybe you're looking for a song that will make you feel happy when you put it on and listen to it, such as in the song Happy Tonight. Woo! I'm happy tonight, so happy tonight, even though growing up my dad said I wasn't so bright. My CD features 87 of my best songs, so you can listen to them. They're good and great songs for you. I hope you enjoy all of them. Order my CD today and I'll throw in a bonus song you can put on during sexy time um, to get your significant other person into the mood. It's called Sexy Lady. Oh, sexy lady. I want to touch down on you like Tom Brady. Order Brett's CD of enjoyable music today so that you can enjoy it. Thanks. Well, since nobody's called in, thus Trello, are the phones ringing? Are they open? Do we have them open? They're all Phone open. lines are open. All eight. Okay. Star six, seven, nine, one, one. All right. Since nobody's called have hired in. all those interns. Yeah. Take the phones. Yeah. yeah they're clearly not Oops. doing a good job because no one's on the line yet. <sighs> well, without further ado then, I guess we'll move on to our next segment. Again, the social security challenge. The lines are right open. Um, without further further ado... Trello, will you play the very special song to bring us into this glorious episode? You have to have something that sticks. 
You have to have something that's monumental. When you walk out on stage, it has to be monumental. Jiggle, jiggle. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It folds. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure, it makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my fear, you really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact. No slack, but luckily the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind. Sitting some red, red wine. Oh, it's so good. Gold. It's so freaking good. Wow, what is that? You never heard it before? I have, but uh, it was just a trope. I, <laughs> <laughs> am I supposed? To? Yeah, I've heard it. Who has not the, heard that? Yeah, the point. I was gonna say the thing is, like, of course you've heard it. Yeah. like everyone in this room has heard it. But that doesn't make me want to hear it any less. Everyone who's listening to the podcast has heard it. Yeah, yeah. Probably ad nauseum. Like it's probably stuck in your head now. Yeah, it's a part of my my playlist that just plays in mm-hmm. my head. If we ended the podcast right now, it would be stuck in your head the rest of the day. Oh, no, it will be regardless. Yeah. yeah. It has been for the past weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For for months. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, part of the reason why is that B absolutely slaps. It's That's a not hitter. Lie. It's a real genuine banger. Mm-hmm. I think that if Brett was British <laughs> and a rapper... <laughs> It, and a rapper. You would write Jiggle Jiggle. Oh. Like, that sounds like you. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, how we came up with this this episode title is, just to give you a little bit of a backstory here. So, my wife, she's on TikTok a lot more than I am, which means she always gets the memes, like, three weeks in advance. <laughs> before, they, before they're, like, mass uh, adopted. Yeah, yeah, like, sh- she'll just say or do things. I'm like, what? What is, th- what's that? And then, you know, then I feel really old because it turns out it's, like, some viral thing. Yeah, unless it comes through your Wall Street Journal feed, you're not <laughs> seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, an old man. I'm, like, reading the Wall Street Journal in the morning, getting to bed around 10. Um, so I'm not always as up to date on the memes as I used to be. And that's really frustrating. But for, like, a few weeks there... Just randomly, I'd be walking around, and she would be like, "My money don't jiggle, jiggle." I'm like, <laughs> "What are you talking about? What? I mean, Your money don't. Yeah, you're spitting fire, but what are you talking about?" <laughs> so it became this kind of like tension point where she just like we would be doing things, and then I would just hear it, just "My money don't jiggle," and then I'm point. with some friends at the park, and another friend is like, "My money don't jiggle," just randomly, almost under his breath, like he didn't even realize he was doing it. Yeah. I'm like, what? What is this? So the whole world's in on a joke you're not in on. Yeah, I just keep <laughs> hearing this line, my money don't jiggle. Of course your money doesn't jiggle, it's paper. What are you talking about? Yeah, jiggle and money don't go in the same sentence. <laughs> but do you remember the first time you heard it? I don't remember specifically the first time I heard it. Probably just browsing, perusing the internet. Because it, re- it I think I heard it like in the background of some other video you know, yeah. that I would have come across. Yeah. I'm like, oh, hello. That sounds good, but I had no clue what it was. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Trello? Do you remember when you when you first heard it? It was probably on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. yeah me right. too. Yeah, I don't remember the first time though. It just took off. But it was there, yeah. And then, and then it was on every other video. It spread through and like it's happened jiggle, overnight. Jiggle, jiggle, jiggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to publicly apologize to my wife. She was way more in tune with the memes than I was, and this jiggle jiggle became a sensation. Literally rocked the world, mm-hmm. took the world by storm. We, <coughs> in a previous episode, talked about how Wordle took 
the world by storm. We didn't know Wordle was going to be replaced by Jiggle Jiggle. <laughs> Here we are, though, jiggling and jiggling. So, obviously, this beat just slaps. It just slaps. He's like the nerdiest, dorkiest British guy. His name's Louis Theroux, and but it's also the most amazing thing I've ever heard, and I'm obsessed with it, and it's become my entire personality, and I love Louis Theroux so much, and I just want to be his friend. So... Louie, if you're out there, if you ever hear this, just please hang out with me and we'll go write a rap together and all my dreams will come true. James even bought a... (laughs) (laughs) So good. James even bought a Fiat. I did. I traded in my Subaru for a Fiat. And I'm not six foot two, but I am six foot one. And I have to say, yeah, like six foot one in a compact, no slack. You have to see it. But luckily the seats go back, you know? Oh, man. We... People, there's, I can feel the eye rolls and this hasn't even, people haven't even seen this yet and I can feel them preemptively rolling their eyes (laughs) throughout this whole episode, but that's great. So I wanted to take this as deep as possible because this, (laughs) this became a sensation and it spread like wildfire, whether or not you're on TikTok, you've probably seen it in some TikTok content, whether that's Instagram reels, other, other short form content. And I wanted to know who is this guy? What's he all about? How did Jiggle Jiggle come to be? Yeah, I'm really glad you're going to explain this because um, these these virality things, these things that go so hot over the internet are fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Like how it does that, something that's seemingly so silly and goofy. That, like if you listen to the word, it's so goofy, yeah. but it everyone loves it. They're like no one hates it. Yeah. And it's so, it's on everything. What kind of monster would hate? Jiggle, jiggle. No one. I can't even imagine. No. So, yeah, it's just so interesting. So, who is Louis Theroux? Who is he? Who is he? Because I feel strangely tied to him. (laughs) You've probably seen him at at least on some type of TikTok-style content. He's got... Yeah. He's very British. He kind of reminds me of John Oliver. He does, yeah. Same Dark hair, the Mm -hmm. glasses, everything like that. Well, apparently, because we're American... Uh, we're out of the loop with with some British things, but he's this very fi- famous British-American documentary filmmaker. And he's had specials on the BBC where he's documented so many crazy things. Like, I, I kind of thought maybe he was a comedian yeah. because of Jiggle Jiggle, but he's documented the lives of gangs and, like, neo-Nazis in America. Mr. Jiggle Jiggle? Mr. Jiggle Jiggle himself, like, followed around dangerous gangs wow. in America. That This adds a little bit more... Even more credibility to, to yeah. this rep. <laughs> yeah. So he does have street cred. It, tons. He wow. has even expressed that there's been scenarios where during writing of these documentaries, he's like felt unsafe. Really? Like he followed around a bunch of people who were in drug recovery in West Virginia and an, an addict like choked him once like had him in a straight up headlock and he thought he was gonna like pass out oh my goodness so he he's gone deep he's had a very rich life of covering really goofy things really silly things and also following around like ultra ultra zionists in israel what and like neo-nazis in america all of this crazy stuff what he's like a very accomplished guy yeah what hasn't mr louis done jeez he he doesn't look when you look at him, he does... Oh, mother of God. We have a caller! 
<laughs> oh. I'm I'm keeping this in because we're gonna take a slight detour. Uh the reason why this is happening to me right now is because a stupid Ford dealership somehow got their hands on my information. Oh, I went onto a no. website just to look at a Ford Maverick. I'm Mistake. not in the market for a car. <laughs> Mistake. Or anything like that. I was just interested. Oh, no. And now I get calls like five times a day trying to sell me a stupid Ford Maverick. Oh. I don't want one. No, cool that's cars, what you get for even looking. Yeah. <sighs> you can't let them even know you even thought about it. It's worse than like your phone hearing you talking about something. It's like in-person yeah. marketing. And What's because the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Targeted marketing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Like they somehow got so much information. And because I'm an Apple sheeple, it like comes through on my laptop, on my watch, my AirPods. I can like never get away from it. Mm. It's so frustrating. Just buy a damn car. <sighs> Guess after this, I'm going to the Ford dealership. Just kidding. If I'm anything. Going to the Fiat dealership. So you're going to get a Chevy, <laughs> a big old Chevy truck. <laughs> you seem like a Chevy truck kind of guy. Do Just I? Kidding. That was is, rude. Is that the no. vibe I, I give no. off? No, <laughs> you don't. That was just a rude joke. Sorry. I'm so sad. That really hurt <laughs> my feelings. You don't drive a Chevy. You don't look like a Chevy guy. You don't. <clears throat> when at one time, when I, uh, I first moved to a new neighborhood, and like when you move to a new neighborhood and you're a kid, you know, you want to introduce yourself to the other kids in the neighborhood. Wait, it's how like old were you thing. at this point? 14. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, one of my neighbors comes up to me, and I kid you not, th- this, like, kid must have been, like, a 40-year-old trapped in, like, a, a kid's body. I feel that. Because he comes up to me, and, like, my interests at the time are, like, video games and bicycles. Yeah. And he's like, so what are you? Are you a, a Home Depot guy or a Lowe's guy? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm a Capri Sun guy. What the hell kind of question is that? Dude, I don't even drive. (laughs) What do you mean a Home Depot or a Lowe's guy? (laughs) What home improvement projects are you doing at 14 years old? Right, right. That that birdhouse, do you really care if if the kit came from Lowe's or Home Depot? No, I'm almost 28 and I'm not a Home Depot or Lowe's (laughs) guy. That doesn't happen until you're 50. Get out of here. Wonder where where he's at now. (laughs) Yeah, you know. I think he was a Home Depot guy, yeah. so he's probably at Home Depot on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a Home Depot guy, yeah. Yeah, very strong opinion there <laughs> for a yeah, 14-year-old who cares a lot about h- hardware. I'm a Home Depot guy. Oh, my goodness. All right, so g- to get back on track, where even – how did we get here? Where are we going? Who is Louis Theroux? Who is Louis Theroux? Anyways, he's done everything. He's done documentaries on Scientology – Social media, wow, everything in between. He's a super, super accomplished guy. Yeah, just the coolest. So it makes me believe maybe this wasn't by accident. Nope. When you when you look at him and when you listen to the song, it does feel like it. He kind of stumbled into it, but I'm I don't think he did. <laughs> he didn't at all. He didn't at all. And I want to talk. We're gonna briefly skim over this, and we're gonna come back to it. But <clears throat> one of the shows he produced is called Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends. <laughs> He's just getting more and more relatable, which is just the best yeah. title I can I can think of. Yeah. And again, it makes me think of you, Brett. Like I'm pretty sure he's British, Brett. I, this is why I'm connecting with this so hard. <laughs> like I could see you having a show called Brett's Weird Weekends for sure, where you just get up to wacky antics. Oh, no doubt, 
no doubt. Right after I filmed my documentary on the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> yeah. Then you move into weird weekends where you're just <laughs> doing Brett's fun stuff. Zany weekends, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to read how Louis himself described the aim of this series, Louis's Weird Weekends. He described the aim of the series as setting out to discover the genuinely odd in the most ordinary setting. To me, it's almost a privilege to be welcomed into these communities and to shine a light on them and maybe through my enthusiasm, to get people to reveal more of themselves than they would have intended. The show is laughing at me, adrift in their world as much as at them. I don't have to play up that stuff. I'm not a matinee idol disguised as a nerd. So it's kind of funny. He's going into, he's, he's going into these niche mm-hmm. things, going really deep, and he's trying to like poke fun at it and also poke fun at himself, which, if I may, lends itself even more to the argument that he's British Brett. Because this is almost kind of the same premise as about that, where you go really deep in something and make fun of it and also kind of make fun of yourself at the same time. This is starting to freak me out a little bit. So we could just be Louis, you know, 20 years later. He's like my weird British alter ego (laughs) doppelganger. Am I Louis Theroux? (laughs) These sound effects are just getting better and better. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, oh. But how weird. Yeah, I'm feeling connected yeah. to this dude. Yeah, that's that's He's the relatable. whole goal. To get you to realize yeah. you're Louie <laughs> by the end of this podcast episode. So I want everybody out there listening to keep that on the back burner. There was this mm-hmm. Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends where he would just go deep into some community, some topic, something, and try and shine a new light on it. Cast it from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. So he's a, like a, he's a journalist at heart, right? Yep. yep. Now, let's fast forward. That's 1998 to 2000. Let's fast forward to the year 2022. Have you seen Chicken Shop Date? What? Chicken Shop Date. Chicken Shop Date? Uh-huh. No? Is that the movie where those, like, the little chickens have to escape the mill? <laughs> the chicken mill? But I really want to know more about this now. It's like a claymation movie. They fling themselves over the fence? Uh-uh. Swing and a miss. <laughs> oh, that's Chicken Little. So or Chicken Run. Oh, getting my chicken cinema. You're talking about the Wallace and Gromit type thing? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Completely <laughs> different. Chicken Shop Date is run by Amelia Bedelia. Um, sorry. Oh, that's, you're, that's a name. Yeah, you're making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia DeMoldenberg? I don't know how to say your name. She's a famous YouTuber. Close enough. I'm sure you've actually seen it if I pull pull this up on YouTube really fast. Have you seen like oh, this video? Oh, that's Chicken Shop Date. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't seen Chicken Shop Date, but I have I've seen this with Louie. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. You've seen it then. You've seen Chicken Shop Date. Okay. So Is it is it exactly that? A date in the chicken shop? <laughs> it's the coolest idea ever. So this YouTuber, she's so funny. She has this very dry British sense of humor, which I can appreciate. Yeah, right. we're definitely like not known for dry humor on this podcast, but I can, you know, if see how that yeah. would you'd be into that. Yeah, some people might. So the whole premise is she takes out like a famous celebrity or mm-hmm. someone interesting to this chicken shop that's like very average. It's just a random chicken shop, and sits down, and she's like the most uncomfortable date. 
ever. It should just be like, hi, nice to meet you. How, how are, how are you doing? <laughs> doing, you doing good? I can relate. <laughs> and then she'll interview him. She'll ask questions. And February 18th, 2022, she brings on Louis through. Wait, wait, what's the date? What year? February like 2022. Like four months ago, three, four months ago. Oh, that is so recent. Right. Okay. Right. She sits down with Louis Theroux. They're talking about all his documentary stuff. They're having the most uncomfortable date imaginable. Mm-hmm. And again, just to go back to this Brett premise, he, you can tell he like loves it, how uncomfortable it is, which yeah. also reminds me yeah. of you. Oh, I thrive in uncomfortability. Right. Yeah, for sure. And when so if others are comfortable, uncomfortable, <laughs> I'm my most comfortable. And so you could tell it's like mm-hmm. kind of awkward and he'll be like, is this date going well? Do you think? Or <laughs> 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 will we do this again? Do yeah, you think? This dude's funny. <laughs> and at one point she's like, so have you ever rapped? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I used to rap. <laughs> and she's like, what? Like, can you share one of your raps with us from way back when? He's like, oh, yeah. He just has it ready and whip out at any point. He just whips it out. He goes, my money don't jiggle jiggle right in this chicken shop where people are cooking chicken in the background. He just spits fire right in the chicken shop. Yep. And she's just sitting there. She's like bobbing her head awkwardly. Like, imagine if this was like a real date. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I cannot get out of this date fast enough. (laughs) Well, now that I think about it, (laughs) you know me. There would be a second date. For you, if somebody yeah, did that. Yeah, yeah, I like it. And a third and a fourth. Mm-hmm. You, if you <laughs> just start rapping, that is the way to my heart. <laughs> That's how we became friends. Yeah, you just rapped to me one day. Yeah. And it was over. <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. So this is how, <clears throat> this is the whole story of how it became viral. They're sitting in this awkward chicken shop on the chicken shop date, and Louie just starts rapping. In a restaurant, my money don't jiggle, jiggle, it folds. He starts doing the whole bit. And acapella, right? Acapella. Like literally in the background, you can go look up the original video on YouTube. In the background, people are cooking chicken and and eating. It's so awkward. It's so like, it's just, oh, it's so tasty. Mm -hmm. I love, I'm like you. I love when something's just so uncomfortable that, Uh oh, it's like this fire in your heart Mm -hmm. is lit up where you're like, oh, it's good. It's great. It's like eating something sour. It's like so bad that it's good. Yeah. I live for it. Yeah. It like, it makes you feel something. You Mm want to look away, but you don't, you want to, you, you want, yeah. You just want all of it, but you want none of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I love doing this in grocery stores. I love making whoever I'm grocery shopping with. Oh, you do really yeah, uncomfortable you really do so be like what aisle is the butt cream on again as loud as possible because you're never going to see those people ever again you know did you find the preparation age <laughs> <laughs> yeah i bet just loves that yeah I'm like so w- i can't okay. remember what type of over-the-counter medicine we're supposed to do for an anus rash again and there's like strangers all around us <laughs> And I love it if I get a head turn and a disgusting look. Oh, it makes me so happy. I'm never going to see them again. I don't care. I don't care. I can look like an idiot. Who yeah, cares? You're like me where you thrive in uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If The more awkward, the more sweat other people protrude from their bodies, the, be- the better. You love it. Or you like it. you say something really sarcastic mm-hmm. or a really dry joke and yeah. someone doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. 
I almost like that more than when they get it. Oh, absolutely. If they think I'm an idiot, job done. <laughs> like, that's the dumbest guy I've ever met. You're like, mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yep. Or when in reality, you know, they are the dumbest person <laughs> ever because they didn't get your beautifully funny joke. Because what's yeah. the alternative? You start explaining it to them, then you're the asshole. Right. You can't. I'm not going to explain a joke to you. <laughs> you either get it or get out of my life. So this whole thing is just crisp. It's like. It is crisp. Oh, watching him do the jiggle jiggle acapella in a chicken shop. And he just is like spits it right out like oh. he rehearsed it that morning. Oh, it's like. He probably did. It's like a nice cold glass of water. It fills my cold, dead heart. Oh, it's so good. And TikTok just ran with this. It, it became a TikTok sensation. They, it was so uncomfortable, but, but slapped at the same time and so good mm -hmm. that it just it spread like wildfire. Yeah, someone put like the beat to it, right? Yeah. So it got so big. Like there were a few weeks where you just couldn't get away from it. Yeah. That on fast forward, two months have gone by between beginning of or middle of February and now on the 14th of May, it was announced that Theroux had produced a full version of the song with the very famous Manchester-based DJ duo Duke and Jones. So what? Duke and Jones are in the UK. They're super popular on Spotify. They've got like a following and they saw this happening on TikTok and they're like, yo, that beat actually slaps. Let's get Louis through in an actual studio and let's turn it into a real song. <laughs> and Louis, of course, like... Being the funny guy that he is is like, absolutely, I will go rap in yeah, a real studio. Life's now. a bit. <laughs> Louis seems like he's just on a bit in his life. I love people like that. Absolutely. So just without any hesitation, this very nerdy British journalist was in a s recording studio with one of the most popular DJs of all time in the UK. And they remixed Jiggle Jiggle, put a fat beat behind it and launched it on Spotify and it became one of the hottest hip-hop songs of all time. That's crazy. <laughs> so he almost, he almost, in a way, did stumble into it. Yes and no. So let's, let's go back a little bit. I was thinking in my head, there's no way, there's no possible way that he just whipped that out during Chicken right. Shop Date right. like that. That's impossible. What, what, whoa, you're telling me you don't have just a rap ready to spit? I mean, maybe... <laughs> At all times? Maybe you do. You never know when you'll need a rap. <laughs> After all of this, I agree. So I'll be workshopping that. You need to have a rap ready. Yeah. I'm it, surprised you don't. Especially... Well, yeah, you never know you're going to be out at Costco. No, right. And just get into a rap battle or something. Or I know that's happened to Trello. Shop? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> like Trello, you know, you work in real estate. Mm -hmm. So you know. It'd probably be pretty beneficial for you you're showing a house to just be able to like whip out a wrap like flooring is redone the kitchen tile is granite i don't know it, but could, it could come in handy just think on it yes. you know i think i'd sell a lot more houses i'm just saying yeah if my real estate agent started to wrap like sold they, they know what they that sold <laughs> yeah so like think i don't on even that. like the house but he just wrapped i'm i'm buying Mm -hmm. In cash. We got in three cash. bedrooms. <laughs> you know cash. what I mean. <laughs> oh. This is your homework, Trello. If you can sell. Hold on. I've got, we're going to do another challenge segment later on, but I've got a, a podcast challenge for Trello. Oh. <clears throat> if you can sell a house using a wrap sometime this year, 
I don't know, you'll win some type you'll of win. prize. You are the winner. It better be a new Ford. I'll take you out to... You win a new Ford. <laughs> I'll get you a Ford Maverick. Perfect connection. <laughs> no. The Ford dealership. If you can somehow incorporate a wrap into the sale of a home, okay. I'll take you out to dinner, that, like, wherever you want. Like, we'll make this happen. Okay, deal. I'm Let's so I'm so ready. Absolutely, <laughs> Trello real estate rap. My name will be T Rail. <laughs> Yo, I'm your real estate agent T Rail. <laughs> Who wants to buy a house today? Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so good. So this brings this brings us all back. Trello's got to have a wrap ready for his real estate bits. Brett, you need to have a wrap ready to go for every interaction you have, I think. I do. You, you might have to have a few ready to go. I do. I'll be working on mine, but we still haven't answered the question. How did Louie just pull that out of thin air? You know? Right. It's gold. It's fire. So now we get into the next part of the podcast, which is the origins of the Jiggle Jiggle. Where did the original Jiggle Jiggle come from? Remember earlier on in the podcast how we were talking about Louis Theroux's Weird Weekends? Yeah, he's been around. He's been around a lot. So we're going back. Imagine, close your eyes. We're going back to 1998 through 2000s. Mm. 20 years ago to 22 years ago. So back when Louis was recording Weird Weekends for the BBC, he did an episode with these two rappers, Bigelow and Reese. Big and Reese. <laughs> Bigelow? Bigelow and Reese. And he goes by Big, which to me is like, that's too close to Biggie. You can't be Big and Biggie, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Who's Bigelow? Who's Reese? <laughs> I'll be Big. You be Reese. I'll be Reese. <laughs> Take it away, Bigelow. <laughs> so the whole premise of Weird Weekends is, again, go deep into a community and shed a new light on it. So he's, like, following around these rappers. They're doing their thing. And they convince him to that he needs to come into the re recording studio with them in two, the year 2000. Okay. So this British journalist is in the recording studio with Big and Reese, mm -hmm. and they all come up with a rap together. And it's the original Jiggle Jiggle. And if you look it up online, original Jiggle Jiggle, you can see a younger Louis Theroux in the year 2000 with these two rappers performing Jiggle Jiggle. And it's to a completely oh. different beat. And it's so funny because it's like, you've heard the 2022 Jiggle Jiggle. Imagine like two hype men behind him being like, yeah, money. Yeah. Wiggle. Fiat. Fiat. Like he has way more street cred than any of us want to give him. So he wrote and recorded and originally performed Jiggle Jiggle in 2000. And no one heard about it besides whoever watched Louis through his weird I weekends. Like, I was like six years old. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't listening to Jiggle Jiggle back then. You were I listening wasn't rapping to that much. NSYNC, mm -hmm. Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I was into boy bands. <laughs> everyone was. Hold on. Everyone, <laughs> everyone was. Trello was listening to Rascal Flats, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Blink 182, you know. Oh. It was my transition phase. <laughs> my transition phase from N. You're right. Everyone was listening <laughs> to Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. But yeah. then I transitioned from that to Green Day. That's what it was mm. for me. Mm -hmm. mm. When you became cool? 
in yeah the second grade yep that's when I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure i was really cool sucker like yeah these punk songs speak to me yeah sometimes i don't get to go over to my friend's house to play it really speaks to me <laughs> my pain <laughs> so for any of you out there who are dreamers just know that your dreams take time sometimes your memes won't become memes for 22 years. Some days you're going to record a jiggle jiggle and it's going to take 22 years for it to become an internet sensation. It's an investment. You have to remember it has, it takes time to appreciate and value, right? Right. So, so the goal is that you got to let a meme marinate, you know, <laughs> it wasn't the time he was way too ahead of the, it's time, Jig his own time. Yeah. The, in the year 2000, we weren't ready for jiggle jiggle. He yet. wrote a 2022 rap in 2000. He really did. What was that? So jiggle, jiggle. Yeah, it just ha it had to marinate. And your don't let your memes be dreams, people. Like your memes have to marinate too. That. Did you just make that up? That's a that's an about that original. Oh damn! Write that down. Don't let your memes be dreams. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Let your memes marinate. <laughs> let that one sit. Just think on it. We're you know, we're actually pivoting to a motivational <laughs> podcast, <laughs> motivational meme generating podcast. Yeah, it's it's tailored um, though. Where I, memes become dreams. It's specifically about people who want to make memes. We're here to provide you with motivation. If you are interested in doing other things, we can't really help. Do you want to so. make a meme? And do you lack motivation? Well, you found the podcast for you. Meme dreams. Meme dreams with James. <laughs> James is meme dreams. Okay, so I have a little personal anecdote here. Oh, please. I love personal anecdotes of yours. So I was in southern Utah with a group of friends and family. And at this point, I kind of already knew this was going to be the podcast episode. We had, like, chatted about it a little bit. Yeah. And it marinating. It, the meme was marinating. And I was with a group of people, and we had had a couple drinks, and we're hanging out. And I just, like, I saw my moment. Like, it's that kind of that point in the night where people want some background music. Mm -hmm. And, you know. My you, time to shine. You can see, like, your friends getting ready to bust out their their speaker, you know, in the backyard. Oh, yeah. And I'm You've like. You've just been waiting. You've had it queued up. Yeah. Waiting. And I jokingly said, we should put on, should we listen to a little Jiggle Jiggle? Mm -hmm. And the whole group of people was like, what? What is? And I went, oh, my gosh. Oh. None of them know. Oh. And then. Me just knowing how the song's great. It's one of my favorite songs, but also like how uncomfortable it is. Mm -hmm. It's like, this is my moment. Like, like hold my red wine. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a group. I've got a captive audience that I'm going to make listen to this British guy rap <laughs> in a backyard. And again, it's just so tasty. Like wa watching a group of people who've, who are like a couple drinks in, like have to listen to that. How for did the it first go time. down? It was a huge hit. Uh, no doubt. How can it not be? Yeah. So like, yeah, it's like, it's kind of funny, but also it like slaps, you I'm know? Like, I hate so. to like it, but I do. Yeah. Well, I had tears streaming down my face. Like the awkwardness is palpable, but also it's funny and it's good uh -huh. all at once. Yeah. White people love it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it just, that solidified that I wanted to, you know, share Louis Theroux's life, you know, on, on this platform because of that moment. So now it's time for challenge number two. Challenge uh -oh. number two. Uh-oh. We all need to have a rap song ready to go. Trello for real estate. Brett for, you know, every interaction on the golf course. Yeah. 
So here's the challenge. You reach out to us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, text us, whatever. And you write a rap. And assuming that there's nothing heinous in it, you know, in the next episode of the podcast, Brett will perform this rap on air. Raps that you have written. And we will follow through on this. Again, as long as there's nothing like freaking ridiculous, we'll do it. Even then, we'll probably still do it, even if it's a little bit ridiculous. At heart, I'm a rapper. <laughs> I think that's on my tombstone. I would assume it'll say something about rapping. Brett Nudson. <laughs> he, he was a rapper. Another miss. <laughs> but yeah, if, if I, I want to be known for anything, it's... Your rap career. My rapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a rapper at heart. What can I say? Yeah. It sh- and it shows. Mm-hmm. You know, give the people what they want, which is Brett rap. I'm the hip hop apotamus. My it- lyrics are bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. But, <laughs> Brett, you, you've agreed to this off air. Oh, yeah. I've agreed to it. You're stoked for it. Absolutely. I want to, I'll rap anything. You'll rap just about anything. Just about anything. So if people do this, if they take us up on this and they send us lyrics, mm-hmm. next episode, mm-hmm. Trello will drop a fat beat. Mm-hmm. You'll go for it. And I'll drop some fat rhymes. Or, or if you do slant rhymes, whatever your rap is, I'll just, I'll say it. He'll do it. I'll ra- well, I'll rap it. So <laughs> I'll say it with inflections. R- rapping. Like rappers do. <laughs> That's the show, folks. Louis Theroux, Jiggle Jiggle, took the world by storm, and it took us by storm. This is the beginning of our collective rap careers. Go out and make this happen, because I want to hear Brett rap, and I know that you do too. Do you mind if we? Do you mind if we give the people a little? I think they're all. They all kind of want to hear us. S- at least say it, rap it, <laughs> do our own. The lyrics. Our own jiggle jiggle. Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. All we right. We can do our own acapella. I don't know jiggle if I'll jiggle. remember 100% of the rhymes. I know. I'm down we to have try. To, we have to pull it up. And there's, I don't know it either. Just for you. Jiggle jiggle. Money don't jiggle jiggle. It folds. I'd like to see wiggle wiggle for sure. It makes me want to dribble dribble, you know. Riding in my feet. You really have to see it. Six feet on two foot compact. No slack, but the seats go back. I've got a knack to relax in my mind. Sipping some red, red wine. I sip. Where were you? Dude, I had to carry that whole rap myself. I stand corrected. Um, I'm physically sitting here with Louis Theroux, not the American <laughs> version of Louis Theroux. Sorry, you could cut that last part. I just, I had just had to rap. I just can't contribute because how am I going to match that, dude? Like, it's this is you. Dude, you're a rapper at heart, too. Don't You're a rapper inside, too. This is you, dude. I know. We got to help your rap career take off. You're right. I, I think I don't want to say for sure but i think i was born to rap i think so yeah i think so you could write golf rap golf rap sitting on the tee got stung by a bee (laughs) that i just made that up right now see see how prone i am to just spit rhymes straight fire 
Yeah. Yeah. I just made that up on the spot. I didn't write that before. He didn't. Mm-mm. He really didn't. And I could you go know. on and on, but I won't. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, James. This was very interesting. I love learning about things like this that just explode, take the world by storm, and why. And thank you to Louis Theroux for just being the most incredible human. Yeah, major props to you, Louis. Holy cow. You have to have something that's monumental. When you walk out on stage, it has to be monumental. Jiggle, jiggle. Can you remember any of the rap that you did? My money don't jiggle, jiggle. It falls. I'd like to see you wiggle, wiggle.